The big question is this, how do we use the seven step blueprint to help you or people you influence become more physically healthy than 98% of the people you know and in your community? That's what today's episode is all about. Let's get stuck into it straight away. Today's episode of the new science of physical health. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Daily Drop. Well, it's a good morning for me. Yesterday, I was out walking on a cold Saturday morning here in Sydney, Australia. And I'm out walking on a cold morning on a, a sit on a Sunday morning now. It's the next day here because it's the Daily Drop. So thanks for joining me back at this episode. I've got a couple of big hills coming up which are really going to drive my heart rate up. If you've listened to yesterday's episode, you'll know why. That is absolutely critical. So if you hear me get a little bit out of breath as some of these cars walk by, and I'm walking along on the sidewalk, as Americans call it, or footpath, as we call it here in Australia, then you'll know why that is. I'm recovering from a cold, so I might have to turn away from a little cough every now and then. When I'm at the back end of that, I couldn't exercise, couldn't do any physical activity, which is not good for the new science of physical health for a week, but my body just shut down and wasn't able to do that for over a week. So let's get stuck into today's episode of the Daily Drop. It's another beautiful, oh, so the sun is shining. We got some cold days here in Sydney. Well, cold for Sydney. There's no snow, but it's cold. And we don't get snow in Sydney, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Very few places in Australia get snow, um, only the peaks. So let's just talk about today's episode of the daily drop and the, to- and the topic here, which is a follow-up from yesterday's one on health adaptations, but I want to expand it just a little bit. I've said to you in the previous episodes, the number one cause of sickness and death is cardiovascular disease. 18 million people a year die of a cardiovascular event worldwide, and about another 18 million people have a cardiovascular event of some kind, which is more than just heart attack and stroke, by the way, and in- later on in other episodes, we'll cover that. But they, those ones who survive, survive temporarily. 80% of those 36 million cardiovascular events, 80, uh, 80% of those can be preventable by creating health adaptations inside the human body. The question is, have you learned the frameworks and then utilize the frameworks that will cause health adaptations to drive down your risk. So let me just come back to an event that happened to me a long time ago. <clears throat> I get a phone call on November the 1st, 1989, when I'm 22 years old from my mum. I pick up the phone, no mobile phones in those days, and she said three words, love, dad's die. My father was 46 years old, so that's like 10 years younger than I am right now, almost 10 years younger than I am right now, and he's died of a massive heart attack. Just dropped dead. The call was at 3.30 p.m. on November the 1st of 1989. That obviously changed our life. I just finished my degree at Canberra University in Health and Physical Education. Now, here's the question that I've got for you. Because I asked this question the other day on some students. I put a timeline on the board. Students I was talking to were 14 years old. And I wrote the, the last number on the, on the timeline was me at 55 years of age. And here's the question I asked them. I want to see how you answer this question. I said to my students, when do you think negative health adaptations happen inside the human body 
enough to begin to trigger cardiovascular events. So to frame it another way, when do you think the conditions for cardiovascular disease begin in your body? What age do they begin? And I said to my students that what I'll do is I'll give a prize to the person who gets it the closest. So 30 people in the class, ask them this question, and I said to them, and they started putting their hands up. They were real keen because there was a prize on a prize on the line. Sorry about that noisy car. There was a prize on the line, and the prize was um, not the prize was. And here's what they started doing. Some of them started saying 50 years of age. Some of them started saying 40 years of age. Remember, a 15 year old has no perspective on time. Some of them started saying 30 years old. Some of them got a bit bold and said 25 years old. Like one or two of them. One per two guys sitting next to each other. They go. Uh, one of them goes um, 20 years old and the other one goes 21 years old. And I knew, oh, here comes a big truck going past there. You'll probably hear that. I'll pause for a second. And I knew once the person who said 20, and this might surprise you, the negative health adaptations, the conditions that cause cardiovascular disease to grow inside the human body kick off as young as not as young as 15 years of age, and in some cases with some of the PhDs that I've spoken to, one in particular who does childhood physical activity research, he said to me that we've seen children as young as 10 developing some of the precursors to a cardiovascular event. doesn't mean they're going to have a cardiovascular event in their teenage years, but it means that by the time they get to 30... They may well have had 20 years of cardiovascular precursors growing inside their body, but they're only 30 years of age. You think, how does someone 30 years of age have a heart attack, have a stroke, have end-stage organ failure, have um, problems with blood flow in the bottom of their legs, have problems with eye disease? They're all types of cardiovascular disease. So how does someone so young have that? Well. What these students got to learn and got to discover is that negative health adaptations, like inelastic blood vessels, that's a big problem, high blood pressure, high blood cholesterol, high blood sugar, overweight obesity, those types of things begin at a much younger age, particularly the things that you can't see. Would it surprise you that 33% of adults, by the time they reach 30, have got high blood pressure? And that is a powerful trigger mechanism for causing a cardiovascular event 10 years down the track, 15 years down the track, 20 years down the track. But they don't know that they've got high blood pressure. So coming back to the premise of today's daily drop as I wrap up this episode, and that is health adaptations that are negative precursors to a cardiovascular event, when do they begin inside the human body? Well, if you have the incorrect dose of physical activity, more noise coming past here, if you have the incorrect dose of physical activity, not enough at the correct heart rate, then those trigger mechanisms can certainly be well and truly on their way in your 20s. They can be developing in your teenage years. And what you need to do, and that's what our focus is on the new science of physical health is, 
using the correct dose of physical activity to cause positive health adaptations to drive down your risk of the number one and number two cause of sickness and death. Thank you for joining me, everybody. Today's episode is I go out for another walk here on the weekend of the Daily Drop. Excited to share with it. Be back with you tomorrow with another episode. And uh, enjoy your day. I'm tracking my heart rate. In fact, we might make tomorrow's episode about that. Might go for another walk early in the morning before work starts. And we might track, um, we might come back and talk about how do you track the health adaptations. All right, everybody. Bye for now. You guys have a great day.